the mystified quaker in new york by anonymous from the world's best poetry volume nine tragedy and humor part two read for LibriVox.org by thomas peter as the quaker lian yao as the youth jason in canada as the jehu and sonia as the crowd the mystified quaker in new york respected wife by these few lines my whereabouts thee'll learn moreover i impart to thee my serious concern the language of this people is a riddle unto me for words with them are figments of a reckless mockery for instance as i left the cars a youth with smutty face said shine nay i'll not shine i said except with inward grace what's inward grace said this young turk a liquid or a paste hi daddy how does the old thing work i then said to a jehu whose breath suggested gin friend can they take me to a reputable inn but this man's gross irrelevance i shall not soon forget instead of simply yea or nay he gruffly said you bet nay nay i will not bet i said for that would be a sin why dost not answer plainly can they take me to an inn thy vehicle is doubtless made to carry folks about in why then prevaricate said he aha well now you're shouting i did not shout i said my friend surely my speech is mild but thine i grieve to say it with falsehood is defiled thee ought to be admonished to rid thy heart of guile look here my lovely moke said he you sling on too much style i've had these plain drab garments twenty years or more said i and when thee says i sling on style thee tells a wilful lie with that he pranced about as though a bee were in his bonnet and with hostile demonstrations inquired if i was on it on what till thee explain i cannot tell i said but he swore that something was too thin moreover it was played but all his antics were surpassed in wild absurdity by threats profanely emphasized to put a head on me no son of belial i said that miracle can do with that he fell upon me with blows and curses too but failed to work that miracle if such was his design instead of putting on a head he strove to smite off mine thee knows that i profess the peaceful precepts of our sect but this man's axe worked on me to a curious effect and when he knocked my broad brim off and said how's that for high it roused the adam in me and i smote him hip and thigh this was a signal for the crowd for calumny broke loose they said i'd snatched him bald-headed and likewise cooked his goose but yet i do affirm that i had not pulled his hair nor had i cooked his poultry 
for he had no poultry there. They called me Bully Boy, though I have seen full threescore year, and they said that I was Lightning when I got upon my ear. And when I asked if lightning climbed its ear and dressed in drab, You know how tis yourself, said one insolent young blab. So I left them in disgust. Plain-spoken men like me, with such perverters of our tongue, can have no unity. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.